All right. Welcome back to Laravel Podcast Season 5. As always, I'm your host, Matt Stauffer, and this is the season where we're talking about a package for every single one. And you know, if we're talking about packages in the Laravel ecosystem, we're going to talk to Freik. So this th- joining me today is Freik von der Herten, the co-founder and big guy around town. It's Spotsy, who you've heard of before. Of course, you do Laravel stuff. So Freik, would you say hi to the people? And can you tell us a little bit about Laravel Backup that we're going to be talking about today? Yes, hello. I'm I'm glad to be on. Uh, yeah, you you've thrown a lot of titles at me. Normally, I introduce myself <laughs> as just a regular developer uh, regular at guy. a Belgian company. Uh, <laughs> I'm a Belgian modest guy, mm-hmm. a little bit. But I'm happy about uh, yeah talking about the the packages on uh, on this podcast. Yeah, we all know Spazzy's made a lot of packages, and so what I did was I, I lined them up, and I, sorry, I should have thrown not thrown this to you yet, I lined them up in order of most downloads, basically, and so it turns out that Laravel Backup, according to the, I don't know if I used to look at packages or what, but Laravel Backup has the most downloads volume. Does that line up with your numbers? I know you guys no, keep track of this kind I, of stuff. I, I'm, I'm not keeping on, on my eye on it from day to day, but I think there are a couple that, that are downloaded even thought. more. I don't, yeah. I don't even know why I got this one at the top of the list. Either way, it's definitely popular. I wouldn't have made it on this list at all. So let's talk about yeah. Laravel Backup. Can you give us the elevator pitch of this package? What is the main thing that it's solving? Yeah, I think it's it's named pretty well. So uh, this yeah. <laughs> this kind of uh, clear. this yeah this package can make a backup of your application. So if your server just burns down, or maybe you accidentally just wipe out the S3 or your Vapor application, then this package can yeah just save you from tears and worse, uh, <laughs> I should say. Uh, yeah. So, so when, when you say the, backup, we can talk about a couple different things, though. What are we actually backing up with this package? Yeah. You can basically choose what, what should be backed up. So there are two main sort of things it can back up. It can back up uh, files from the file system. And you can decide what uh, gets uh, gets backed up, and you can back up your your database because yeah, that's kind of important of your application as well. And how it does that? Basically, it uh, it just dumps the the database onto the file system, so it's just a regular file. It Another puts file, that yeah. together with the other files in a zip file, and it copies that to a uh, external storage that you can can configure. Uh, yourself yeah. as well. So I'm I'm sitting here and I'm going. I'm a modern programmer. I use Git. Why would I need to back up my files? Can you give me an example of some files I yeah. might actually want to back up? Yeah, that's a, that's a very good question because yeah, people have have asked me that before. Uh, source code doesn't need to be backed up because it's in right. version control. But right. on your server, there are a lot of other things that that aren't backed uh, backed up. Take for instance maybe some media files that your users have uploaded, or maybe the environment file where every key that your application uses is listed in. I think if you imagine if your server would be gone, it might take you a while to just get all those values back. So it makes sense to have a, a backup of that file as well. Yeah, and the database, of course, because that's something that uh, in most cases isn't in uh, in version control at all. So yeah. you you still you really uh, still need backups. And I think even when you use something like Vapor, where probably you use something like S3, or something mm-hmm. uh, for your user-generated content, 
it can't be a bad if it's not too much data to have a backup of that as well because mm-hmm. yeah maybe by accident you're you're deleting your s3 storage or maybe right. one of uh, your users just deletes their account you uh, uh delete all the files but afterwards the, the customer wants to come back and then you really want to have a backup so there are right. lots of scenarios where where you're going to need this yeah so um, normally I would not ask this question until later, but I know that there's a few people listening that are going, back up my environment variables. What on earth are you talking about? Security concern. <laughs> Can you dip tiny little bit into, tell me about the security of the zip file. Am I worried about the contents of the zip file? Let's say users upload their personal pictures in there. Let's say we've got environment keys that are super protected. What does security look like when it comes to these backups? And then we can go on to the normal. But I felt like there's going to be a lot of people who, until we answer that question, aren't going to be able to listen to a single other word. Yeah. So that's something that's it's really an important question. And there are two ways for securedness. One is that the package can also encrypt the, the backups itself. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah a feature that's baked in the in the package itself. But what you can also do is where you're uh, copying your backup to, you can add some extra security there as well. I know that mm-hmm. at Amazon at S3 you can configure your bucket in such a way that nothing can come come out of it. That is just dropping stuff in there, and nothing can can be read yeah. there. Uh, you can configure it that it. All the contents on there should be encrypted as well. And basically, mm-hmm. you can use the, the features of the backup destination to yeah to make sure that your, your backups are secure as well. Yeah. But everything falls or stands or falls with yeah keeping your credentials to the backup destination secure as well. That's uh, yeah. uh, that's a very good idea to do. Now, I'm not a security expert, but what security experts always tell me is that it's it's not necessarily a bad thing to keep your backups of everything in one place so that you have like one thing to secure very well mm-hmm. uh, as opposed mm-hmm. to have like tens uh, or, or hundreds yeah. of different backup destinations. Just pick one and just yeah secure it very, Do very fantastic well. Fantastic job yeah. with that. No, that's really helpful to hear. Yeah, I mean, yeah. AWS S3, for anybody who's not familiar, that's Amazon's file storage system. The permissions can be really confusing there. However... The default permissions these days, which didn't used to be the case, are nobody can read anything at all, which just like Frank just mentioned, is wonderful because if nobody can read it, the only thing you could do is write stuff in it and you're actually going to have to modify the settings at all to ever even get something out of it. So that might make it a little bit difficult to get something out maybe your first time, but the benefit of that is by default, nothing can be touched by anyone, or at least nothing from a public. I can't remember the specifics, but regardless, the native kind of like S3 permissions are like super, super, super locked down. So even with somebody who doesn't have a ton of knowledge, you're not going to get in the circumstance where you're like, oops, I accidentally backed it up to a public URL or something like that. Like literally you can't do that unless you're pressing the wrong buttons you know so yeah. makes a ton of sense yeah. indeed and i would really recommend that if you use s3 to store your backups create a dedicated bucket for that don't yes. mix it with any other data or something just do something separately make it as secure as as possible that's a good thing to do now we're talking about s3 the whole time but the backup package can actually yeah, back up to any destination that you want we leverage Laravel's file system for that, a cloud mm-hmm. file system. I don't know how it's, yeah, whatever it's called, marketed yeah. the, the, these, yeah. uh, these days, but it, it just leverages that. So if you want, you can also just back up to yeah, another disk 
for yeah whatever vendor that that you might like so i think in terms of security you have a lot of options just because you just control where those backups yeah. are being uh, being stored totally um, all right, so let's go back to the original agenda. The next question you know is, what is the history of this package? Where did it actually come from? Yeah, this this is actually one of the first big packages that uh, that we've made. Oh, yeah. And I've made no secret of this. Those packages, they have always been made for, like, our our own projects and our own things. I can only, yeah, create open source if I know that that we're going to use it. And this this was like one of the first. So it ties a little bit with the history of Spassi itself. Okay. So before that, we used Laravel. We created yeah other frameworks like Zen Framework or maybe no framework at all. And we made like smallish websites. And we didn't need dedicated hosting for that. We started out as a small agency and we just used shared hosting. And on yeah, it's it sounds really crappy, and that was the world in, those days. <laughs> yeah, in those days, it felt pretty good because you didn't yeah. have to do anything about server management mm-hmm. in your uh, there application. There was no forge back it. then. Okay, <laughs> there was no forge indeed. Yeah. And something that you got with like with shared hosting is that your backups were made for you by your provider, so mm-hmm. you 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 shouldn't care about backups too much because you can just pick up the phone and ask your hosting provider, I need that 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 file back. But of course, uh, yeah, we, we start to use Laravel. We are very early adopters of Forge as well. I, mm-hmm. I think if, if Taylor would, would look up our uh, user or team ID, I think it would have like one or maybe two digits. Uh, <laughs> we were really, that really sounds, fast. Sounds right that. for me too, yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course, when you provision your service, we need to have backups of that as well. And I think one of the earliest hosting providers where Forge uh, integrated with was DigitalOcean, and they mm-hmm. had like weekly backups. But I felt that weekly backups wasn't good enough. I, if uh, one of our customers would have accidentally deleted something and it would say, yeah, we can only go back for a week, that wouldn't be enough. So then we yeah. started thinking, how can we backup our application? And there basically wasn't anything in this space, so we just, yeah... Mm. made uh, our own solution for that and yeah that's where the idea was born and i think in the time yeah this was when we were still in the laravel four days some things like the cloud file system and like the mm. notification mm. system it wasn't in laravel so yeah. i in in the earlier versions of this package where i think it's at version eight right now i think in version one or two you'll find that there is like an own notification system in there mm-hmm. and an own cloud file system wow. in there and for me yeah as laravel grew it was such fun to just throw away my own exactly. code and yeah. just fill it up <laughs> with with laravel's native features yeah. i still remember like just throwing all the notification stuff and replaced it with the the native notification function. And yeah, it was it it felt so good to do that. So it's also a little awesome. bit of my playground to to mm. learn newish Laravel features. Uh. I love that. That's really cool. Mm. I mean, it's it, that's one of my favorite parts of having open source packages. Although just because of who I am, mine are more often open source software as a service than packages that I get to go play around and have fun with. So, and they're always the experimenting place. Oh, we're gonna try you know, whatever, new framework, new tool, new pattern, because like 
you know, it's in public. Other people can benefit from it. I use this thing on a regular basis or whatever. So totally get you there. And I love that. So what's the installation story? If I wanted, so I let's say I've got a server right now yeah. and it's not backing up the database and users can upload their profile pictures. And I would really like for those profile pictures to be saved. I'd like the data to be saved. What, and it's on, it's a forge server. And let's say I'm going to use S3. What are the steps between where I am right now and actually getting this thing up and running? Well, you'll be happy to know that there aren't too many steps involved. So right. what you should do is install the package inside of your own Laravel application. And you can just do that with uh, with Composer. Mm -hmm. And then in the config file, you can just choose yeah, which files do you want to, to backup? And do you wish to, to backup the database? Then you have to configure a destination, which can be one of the disks of uh, mm -hmm. your that you configured in, in configfilesystem.php. Mm -hmm. I think then uh, you should schedule the uh, the backup job, mm -hmm. and that's where you can basically choose the uh, frequency of, uh, of 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 the backups. So if you just schedule the backups uh, to run once a day, then you have daily backups. If you schedule it, uh, yeah, once an hour, then you get hourly backups. It's mm -hmm. as simple as that, really. Yeah. And there, then there are a couple of optional things that you can do, which I highly recommend uh, doing. But with, with these steps that I've said, you're already backing up. So you already right. have backups somewhere. Yeah. But after a while, yeah, you're going to store a lot of backups, <laughs> right? And you don't need every backup, maybe. So there's also built-in functionality to clean up the, mm -hmm. the older backups. And that, that comes out of the box. It's also highly configurable. But by default, we use something uh, that's called, I think, the grandfather-father-son scheme. Okay. And I think if you Google that on Wikipedia, you, you get like the, the formal definition. Mm -hmm. But uh, if I translate it to human, then, uh, then it's very simple. It's just keeping a number of backups for an amount of days. Mm -hmm. After that period, just keeping a single backup for for every week. So yeah. the first eight days, you have a backup a day. For yeah. the next four weeks after those eight weeks, you have a backup a week, then per month, then per year. Yeah. And you don't need to do anything for that. You can just fill out how many backups do you want to keep daily, how many uh, monthly. Mm -hmm. So that just takes care of that. And there's also another functionality that I highly recommend setting up, and that is monitoring the, the health of the backups. Mm -hmm. Because if something goes wrong backing up your application and you don't know about it, yeah, yeah then yeah, then you're in in some, in some misery and then, <laughs> then tears and, and worse is, yeah. is going to happen. So what's also built in the package is a way of monitoring uh, your backup. Like mm -hmm. when is the last time you took the backup? And if it's older than I think it's by default one day. Mm -hmm. then we will send you a notification. Yeah, notifications mm -hmm. are also built in. So we can notify you via Slack, uh, mail, whatever you want, basically, yeah. when there is a new backup being made or when, and this is the common use case, when something goes wrong, when there's like no yeah. backup found for a day or something went wrong taking the backup, we can immediately send a notification for that as well. Yeah. So I highly recommend just turning on those features as well. Mm -hmm. And I think, but this is like a little bit of an advanced thing uh, already. You can set up the monitoring part of the package 
in a separate Laravel application so that it's another application monitoring all of your other applications. Yeah. So if if your server goes original server goes down, then your backup server will still say, "Hey, there's something wrong with your." No, I didn't know about that. That sounds sort of like a cron check, basically, but it's purely yeah. just for this this particular webhook. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Okay, yeah, very cool. Is it a webhook? Just basically, you set it up so that each of your individual consumers sends a webhook out to the monitoring one, and then it, if it doesn't get that webhook, it gives an alert. Or is it a different kind of system there? It's a it's a little bit different. It's okay. not 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 necessarily via webhook. It's like the the monitoring server is really going to uh, go to your uh, application and check where is it backupping to. I'm going to check if mm, it's if it has it. already uh, already done that. Yeah. Got it. Cool. That's awesome. I didn't know that. I mean, I'm trying to pretend like I didn't know these other things, but that I actually didn't know. <laughs> so, all right, very yeah. cool. So you kind of walk me through the workflow, what it's going to be like to set it up for the first time. So I think one thing that folks who aren't familiar with the file system might ask is, how is it getting access to these files? Is it getting access through a disk I have to set up? Or can I just get it any directory I want in the entire Laravel app or any directory in the entire server? Like, what does it look like to configure where those files are that I'm actually going to be, you know, making a part of the backup? I think it's in the in the config file. It's It's been a while since I've checked it myself, <laughs> actually. I think in the config file, you can just say, hey, these directories mm-hmm. uh, need to be uh, need to be backed up. And you got me there. I don't really know if you can just <laughs> back up another file system it's been a while yeah again i didn't actually know the answer to this one so (laughs) i'm going i'm going to just live check and i'm pretty sure it it will be in the config file and it seems like it's only the 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 local files that this Mm -hmm. package can backup so you can say hey i want to include these files Mm -hmm. and then you can say i want to exclude these ones and by default we are going to include the entire base path so that's your entire laravel application Mm-hmm. But what we're not going to backup, what we're going to exclude is the vendor directory and the node modules, because probably mm-hmm. you don't want to uh, to backup that uh, at all. And then you can do specify stuff like, do you want to follow symlinks? You know, if you have like mm-hmm. a storage directory that isn't really in your application, but symlinked into the application, then we can follow the symlink and uh, backup yep. those files as well. I've already mentioned that this package is already at version 8, so there was already a lot of polishing yeah, uh, for sure. going on here. Uh, so it's re- it's really battle-tested, and the features that uh, people have requested and that we needed, uh, that, that makes sense. They, I think at this point, they're all in the, in, in the package. Love uh, it. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, and that's a perfect transition to our next question, which is, are there any lesser used features that are really cool or really cool things you've seen people to do with this that are kind of like outside of the norm? I don't think so, really. It's a little bit of a dry package, like it has it this it aim and, and, and you just <laughs> do what's, what's on the box. Uh, yeah, exactly, with it. what's on the tin, yeah. Um, maybe um, something worthwhile to know is that like the, the backing up part of, of Laravel backup is a is a package on its own. It's called the DB dumper, and okay. if you want to hand roll some some of yeah dumping databases, then you can use that package to do that. And in fact, we have another package that leverages that DB dumper as well. I don't want okay. to stray too far, but uh, I'll say like the basics of it. So we have another package which is called DB snapshots, okay. and it's basically used for for testing where you can mm. just um, 
if if you're developing, you can just dump your production, uh, your your testing or your local database. Use that in tests and have a couple mm. of different databases. So if you want to test a certain scenario, you can just dump and load up a certain version of uh, of your database. That's very cool. And yeah, that that uh, that makes use of the DB dumper of uh, of Laravel backup itself. So um, I guess that's a little bit of a strange usage of some some functionality yeah, cool, in the in the in the Laravel backup package. Yeah, that's very cool. And we'll make sure we'll we'll link up um, Laravel DB snapshots in the, the show notes as well if anybody's interested in that. So cool. All right. So are there any other aspects of this package before we move on to the development roadmap? Is there any other aspects of using it or the history of it or anything else that you want to cover before we're done? Yeah, we I think we got we got it all. I'm going here through uh, the documentation. I think we we touched upon everything here. Uh, so all right. that's good. Yeah. All right. Well, our next one is do you have a development roadmap you'd like to share? It kind of sounds like you're good, right? You said you're pretty happy with kind of feature completeish. I think it's it's kind of feature complete, but what we do with this package and we do that uh, basically with uh, uh, with every package is that we make sure that it uses like the latest Laravel and PHP versions. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's basically the only thing that's on like the the big, yeah, or on the small roadmap uh, for this. There are basically no features planned because yeah, we don't need any features and there aren't yeah. many things uh, proposed yet. Yeah, like I said, we're we're already at version eight here. This package yeah. is six or seven years old at this yeah. point, so it's like a granddaddy of <laughs> of packages. Uh, you know what it, you want it to do, and it does it. So. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. There's, I don't know if uh, if we need to delve in too much, but there's basically also another backup package that we have that isn't too well known because it's okay. it's like one of our our paid ones, which okay. isn't which we don't market too hard because we, yeah, we're still thinking about should we should we make this 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 a little bit bigger or not? We're still thinking a little bit about it, and it's called the backup server, okay. and what this thing will will do is a little bit different to what Laravel Backup uh, does. So what Laravel Backup Server does, um, you'll find it already on our our website, even though we we don't talk about it too much, but we use it ourselves, Mm -hmm. is that you install the Backup Server on uh, on one server, and that server will basically SSH into all of your other servers Mm -hmm. and backup all the other applications to it. Mm-hmm. And it has something really incredible, uh, I think, inside of it, and that is data do deduplication. So, if we take a backup, and after a while you take another backup, and we see like the contents of the file is the same, they mm-hmm. were only going to take space of of one of those uh, one of those files. So it works a little bit like uh, if you're familiar with that, like macOS's time machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it just uses like the diff, basically the it, delta. It's not really the diff, but it right. it uses something like hard links. Like yeah. if it mm-hmm. sees like it's the same file, then it will still have like uh, you have backup one, backup two, and in inside if you open up the backups, it will say like, hey, here's a composer.json, here's a composer.json, but it will those two files will actually point to the same disk space on on your disk. And it right. will take care that if you delete one of them, then Got the it. other one will will still still work. So it's a little bit different than yeah. diffing, and it's it's like yeah, 
the first time that I got that working, it was uh, was really cool. But That's the the reason idea. why why we're not marketing it it yet is because it has no UI yet. So it's just the core functionality. And I think if we want to market this, it needs to be like the whole package that mm-hmm. that everybody can use it, even uh, even if you're not not a programmer related. So. Yeah, it's it's maybe a little bit far off, but that's a little bit on the the backup roadmap of, of sure. Spassy, just just growing that a uh, little bit more. But and the next question was, would you like to request any help support? So you kind of just gave me the one that you know the help and support is if that gets released, then consider buying that. You know, both because it may yeah. be helpful and also because that's a way to say thank you for the the free work that Spassy does in terms of the open source packages. So that's that's always a nice thing to do, I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think if, if if some people want to contribute with uh, with Laravel backup with the with the free version, yeah, whenever there's like a new PHP or Laravel version come out, uh, just to help with uh, with just yeah getting the source code even even better, make sure that the tests run on the right things. You know what? I'm going to check out the issue tab and yeah. Matt, it's it's really quite something. There are zero open issues and seven hundred sixty closed one. There are no Feels pull good. requests and five hundred seventeen pull requests handled. So we are on top of things with this package. Love it. <laughs> well, congratulations, because I don't think any of my repos have zero issues. So you're winning right now. <laughs> I love it. Well, I think that's it for my questions for today. Is there anything else about this package you wanted to cover today before we're done? I would recommend people to really use something like this. If you're mm-hmm. not uh, backing up, just uh, just do it because one day your server will go down. It's You'll it's really a, a question had. of when, not not yes, if. Not and weather, then yeah. you really wa- <laughs> you really want to have this. I'll tell a very short story about this, mm-hmm. and and this is something that if you Google it, you'll come across quite uh, quite some stories. So one day this this happened to to our company as well that. We were using DigitalOcean, and they they lost a server. So it was just gone from the one minute to to the other. It's gone. Wow. It doesn't exist anymore. Bam. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to um, yeah bash on DigitalOcean too much. If you Google around, you you'll find similar stories for every uh, kind of hosting. These kind mm-hmm. of things can can happen. They don't happen mm-hmm. a lot, but if they happen to you, you really want to want to have yeah. backups you know and not yeah. just a local backup like i'm just going to copy the directory no your whole server can can be gone just vanish just yeah wow. and it, it could be like some sort of human accident maybe there there's like fire breaking out in in the data server and it uh-huh. destroys the original and the backups it could happen so just take yeah. backups uh yeah it's not free, but it's really close to free because you're basically just paying for S3 storage. And it's well-recycled S3 storage, so it's not even that much. So good call. Yeah, I like that. Indeed. Well, Frank, indeed. thank you, as always, for all the packages you create, for the love and attention you give to them. And thanks for hanging out with me today to explain this package. I really appreciate you, man. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for inviting me, uh, Matt. <laughs> of course. And the rest of y'all, we'll see y'all next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.